0: Uh, okay. what is this all right <laughs> hi everybody welcome to the first ever crossover episode of doctor three and bread and butter my name is tito santana i am not your host i am just one of five people here ready to talk to you about this beautiful game we call hearthstone i would like to introduce you to my partner doc mcbutt from bread and butter doc how are you doing tonight
1: i'm doing pretty okay uh just had a lot of fun uh playing Smarms. So it was it was a good time Uh, Smarms, how are you?
2: Oh, just so many thoughts after those games. Uh, by that, I mean, I'm brain dead. So, you know, like, it's so good. And, um, I'm here with my amazing, um, uh, Dr. Three co hosts, which is Dragon Rider and Cat, who are above me, which you guys can't see in this audio platform, but they'll say hi, I guess.
3: (laughs) Hi.
4: Yes, that's okay. That's okay. But yes. Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm Dragon Rider, uh, from Dr. Three. And yeah, we just did just do a cool show match uh, that was streamed on Twitch versus Smarms and Doc McButh, Uh And the other three of us got to cast that. So very fun. Uh, very, very fun time. It was great to see you two play against each other. Um, and I, I would love to talk about the fact that uh neither of you have hit legend yet correct you're both yes. still yeah. kind of growing pushing towards that yeah. uh, so it was really cool to get to see that cuz like we talked a little bit about like oh that might have been like a misplay or misordered <laughs> things but you know also uh tito mentioned after we did you know after the the match wrapped up and we we brought that up that you know both of our podcasts do kind of help focus on growing, learning, you know, getting better at the game, so I feel like it was actually a perfect thing, but our last host that we do have to introduce is the lovely Kat. Cat, how
3: are you tonight? I'm doing well. Thank you. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> I really enjoyed that match. It was, it was cool. Um, I feel like my predictions came true, so... <laughs> Can't wait. No, I was Doc. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry, Doc. I was worried about the Murloc Shaman. It's okay. I, I knew it was
1: bad.
2: <laughs> Murloc Shaman's so <laughs> no. much fun, though. Like I sim exactly. parkour for Murloc Shaman. Uh, so I also like.
3: If you would have told me, go, I was gonna say, if you told me someone was bringing Murloc Shaman, I assumed it would have been Smarms. <laughs>
2: Yeah, fair enough. I can't wait to, like, go back and listen to all your guys' advice, you know, talking about how Doc and I haven't hit Legend yet. And it's like, oh, what yeah. a, what all things did we miss on <laughs> this great, great playing? And you Well, know, keep in
0: mind, too, that we are not um, expert casters either, except for Dawn. She is a... Yeah,
2: exactly. Dawn I mean, is an Dawn's expert a, caster. <laughs> Dawn's a freaking pro, and I trust Kat's exactly. advice so much, so, like, I'm so excited to hear both of their... Tito, oh, but yours remains I to understand. be
4: seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which well, is whatever Tito said. Be like, oh, okay, he said that. I can't. <laughs> I say that out of love, Tito. No, no, I know. <laughs> well, yeah. like, I
0: think we did okay. Um, I I it was good. The, the whole, the, I like the way the whole concept of this came together because the the original plan was we have the event that we announced tonight on the twenty second, which is the uh, Wiki Good Sadisi matchup and me it was my idea and i was rolling with it and i'm like boy i don't know what the hell i'm doing on a lot of these things so i need to find a partner in crime and I, I reached out to dragon rider and i was like hey donnie buddy what you doing how'd you like to help me out and and i told her about the project and she was like this sounds like a lot of fun and, and she jumped on and we're both using i think our skill sets in um tandem in 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 a great way and i'm like hey we need to do a practice match before any of this so we work out any kinks because it's all magic to me how we get these, uh, the, the show match together. So he said, How about we just do a show match? I said, How about we do a show match versus, uh, Doc and Smarms? That'd be kind of fun because I thought that two of you guys would, you know, just be, the, you're, you're our friends. We're part of the same communities. Let's do it. And then, um, Smarms joined, uh, Doctor Three. So it then became a show match. So we were like, Oh, why don't we just pull in, um, cat and make it a full-on show match and do a crossover episode i believe that was uh dawn's idea there so um it, it just kind of naturally evolved and i thought that was just it was so much fun and um yeah really was it really was mm-hmm. i had a good um,
3: time
4: absolutely well okay i i think i would love to do like a reverse interview i guess so like we're a dual interview i, I think if Those of us, those ladies of us from Dr. Three interview you two about your show and then you two can interview us about ours. We can, you know, get that out to our, uh, I'm going to just say crossover (laughs) audiences, but I'm sure there's some overlap, uh, in our audiences, but you know, for people who might not be familiar with you, you both are kind of, I, I would say, uh, in a bit of a newer podcast uh, that's kind of been around you've been around for a little bit but it's it's been uh, more recent than some of the other podcasts so doc and tito can you tell us about bread and butter
0: sure doc would you like to start
1: yeah so uh the idea for bread and butter like so i've wanted to be a part of a hearthstone podcast for a while but it's such a saturated like community i didn't know how to break into it so finally i was like you know what screw it. I just want to, I just want to do this. And uh, Tito and I had played in THL for a season or two together, and we've been chatting back and forth in like the Blizzlet discord and everything. And so I asked Tito if he wanted to do, it was originally like a Blizzlet slash squelch, like fan podcast. And then the idea kind of evolved from there into what bread and butter is today.
0: Yeah. The, the, the thing I wanted to do was, um, like Doc said, this is a very saturated market. So, how do you um, find a voice in the, this forest? Um, and what I thought was there's not a lot of podcasts out there that focus on education. There are podcasts that, like Coin Seed, is fantastic every once in a while. They're going to say, hey, this is a um, a topic we're going to talk about. But they're also news and they're, they're esports and all that. And I said, there's not one that focuses on just how to get better at the game from a very basic fundamental level. And I kind of ran that by Doc, and he liked it, and it just ran from there. So, how about Doctor 3? How did this start, and how did this evolve to what it is today? (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> <It's a cat laughs> once, once we figure out which direction I know, to point it's always like, oh, oh, the
2: worst with cameras it's like semaphore <laughs> and I don't know if you got. okay I know I make this joke all the time no one ever gets it because it's from a Monty Python sk- from the like 60s and it's like they do um, uh, withering heights and semaphore so it's like oh Heathcliff semaphore you know that thing that you used to uh, uh, talk to people on like uh, aircraft carriers really important guys sorry anyways okay. talk, going back to cat.
0: oh when you said semaphore i'm thinking program when you have to like you and you have one person going in a tunnel and then the other person comes in the tunnel and you have to like have red light, green light so i'm thinking that semaphore you're talking about semaphore with the flags i got it so now we're on the same page
4: yeah
3: (laughs) okay all right well so yes i'm kat i started doctor three back in 2019 now so we've been going for Three solid years. Um, we just put out episode 185, so we're rapidly approaching episode 200. Uh, it was uh, major Death and Nicolas and myself at that point in time. Then we, uh, Nicolas left um, somewhere in the like 40s or 50s. We replaced him with Deliver. Deliver left probably 15, 20 episodes later. And then we got Dragon Rider, and Dragon Rider came in towards the end of the 60s. So she's been around on Dr. Three for at least 100 episodes now. Um, probably more like 120 now, saying that out loud. Um, and then unfortunately, Mage decided to uh, depart from the podcast, and um, now we, we have Smarms, and we're the ladies of Dr. Three. And, um, we kind of focus on, uh, growing how you climb the standard ranked ladders, as I say, on a weekly basis. So we aim at improving your game on the ladder, but we also talk news and we talk tournaments and, you know, our topics vary from week to week, but yeah, so that's kind of our thing.
0: Now we're catching right up to you. Um, we have a lot (laughs) of episodes as well. We just had our (laughs) 10th.
4: Ten double digits. I mean, yeah, the double digits. Is
0: like a- I feel like that's success. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's so- been a journey to get there. <laughs> so,
0: one thing I've always been curious about: how did you come up with the name Doctor Three? Is is, is I, I know is it just a derivative of Doctor Boom with three people, or is there something more to it than that?
3: Well, yeah, I mean, it is. It is, and the, people used to call Doctor Boom Doctor Seven, so we were Doctor Three because we had. Three people on the cast, and that's why we aim to remain a three-person cast, so we can always be Dr. Three. Otherwise, nice.
2: every title we're going to have to add plus one, and then the rest of the title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think
0: it's funny that you guys are Dr. Three,
3: yet my podcast is the only one with somebody named Dr. in it. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. We do not have a doctor on the podcast.
4: That's so. true. That's I'm not smart enough for that. I don't know. There's, I mean, there's doctors in the community, too. And I'm like, I don't. Think
1: yeah. I, do. I ain't smart E-T-A enough for that E-T-A either.
3: either.
2: <laughs> I was going to say, his name Dr. McButt. Like, Doc, love you. Yeah. I think you're great. But McButt really, like, reduces <laughs> that. Yeah. Part quite a bit. <laughs>
0: I actually asked him initially, because I said, Doc, we're about to start getting into content creation. Would you like to rebrand now? And he said, no, my guy, I'm good.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I've had, Doc McButt has been been my name since like, for almost like nine years. And do you want to tell the story of why that is your name? Uh, Yeah, I guess I can. So, uh, my dad got me a laptop for college. And he's like, pick one. I'll buy it for you. I showed my friends who knew PCs. It was a gaming laptop. So that was my first step into PC gaming. And I had to make like a a high res account because I wanted to play Smite with some of my friends. And my uh, girlfriend at the time, her nieces watched a lot of Doc McStuffins. And being the mature 19 year old that I was, I was like, Doc McPoop, like just wanted to, I don't know. And then eventually I was like, nah, Doc McButt. And I was, I just kept it. But yeah, so it's Doc McStuffins inspired because of like a eight year old and a five year old. And, and, and before bread and butter, you had a previous podcast.
0: What was that about?
1: Oh my, no. Uh, Yeah, there's like a, (laughs) there's like a two episode project that I did uh, while I was couch surfing um, called The Weekly Wipe. And it's not great. Please don't find it. It still exists, <laughs> but please don't find it. No,
2: nope,
0: too late. Doc, you I wouldn't be asking you... Yep, yeah, I wouldn't be asking you these questions had you won the match tonight.
2: <laughs>
1: oh. Damn. No.
2: How dare you turn on your team? I'm sorry. Oh. You gotta no. die. Have to...
0: We just have to work on our fundamentals a little more. Nah. It was a beautiful match. Oh.
2: So this it is, like, a random, match. and I'm yeah, transitioning everything, and this is just purely for my own curiosity. Doc, how close have you been to Legend? Because, like, I know neither one of us hit it, um, but...
1: So, the closest I've ever hit was in the old ladder system at rank one zero stars.
2: I don't know what that means. So... That's
1: so, great. they're <laughs> used to... It was what? they there was no rank floors, or was it only there was was it every five went, or every ten
3: every five, yeah, and there was um the the last ones were five stars apiece, so five through one were five stars, so you had to win five games to get to the next rank so and that was four stars for I think six through ten. Yep. And then three stars like at twenty five to like fifteen maybe? I don't remember. Yeah, it was exactly it's it, was a, no was, it was, was a long time ago. You didn't have star they... bonus.
4: Everybody started yep. it was like what, rank like twenty five yep. through one, and everybody yeah. just was pooled together. Yeah. Like you didn't have a star bonus and be paired against
1: the
0: So you, you the could same star theoretically bonus.
1: play against like Bunny Hopper and stuff like that if you happened to queue at like the right specific time. Mm-hmm.
0: And you did awesome. not have ranked floors for the longest time. So
1: you could get up yep. to rank
0: 2 and then fall all the way back down to rank
1: 25 if you went
0: on tilt hard enough. That's
2: what I'm so good at. Um, so how long ago
1: was that? How long ago was that? Oh, yeah.
3: God. That was... It's got to uh, be like... That was like Ashes F four, Outland five? when they switched over, right? They switched over the, yeah. the rank system... So, yeah, like. Uh, Ashes, right? Like
1: three and a half, four years ago at this point. Three
4: years? Yeah. yeah. Four Four sounds right. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah.
1: But,
0: Doc, I want to say, like, I know I saw um, you were talking about some. rogue today um in discord and you were thinking about transitioning to rogue from the 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 hunter and i'm and you know interesting i'm like oh doc maybe doc's struggling with hunter maybe we figure out he's like he posts the stats he's got like a 65 percent win rate like doc stay with the hunter and can i give you
1: the (laughs) can i give you the 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 more accurate numbers since then sure so i've played 66 games with spitter hunter and i have a 67 percent win rate with it
0: stay with the hunter it's the right until they (laughs) nerf it run it run it, it just, run
4: it d- yeah i was gonna say it's what
2: i <laughs> uh, play. write it like, i haven't played standard this month until today because i'm bad at things um so
1: <laughs> don't do me like that smarms don't say that
2: <laughs> i'm said <so>, it wasn't just <laughs> an insult that was a i've had a very fucking busy week this was more yeah No. about my bad i and get
1: you i'm playing
2: i should have like I definitely meant to practice and it was like definitely on my to-do list. I can like show you my planner where it's like practice. And so <laughs> it's more like a, I'm bad at doing things. Um, so with how well that worked, like I'm going to be running that all the time because something that I can make mistakes with and still do okay, that's all I want out of Hearthstone.
0: Yeah, no, Spitter Hunter is the, I think it's the only tier one deck right now. It is very solid, it is very forgiving, and it is um it's it's it handles most matchups really well. You have some issues with like say uh freeze d d h and a couple others, but uh it is a good deck to climb with right now and um one of the things that we've talked about on bread and butter is I I know sometimes playing the same deck can get boring if you grind a lot of games, but if your job if 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 your not job but if your plan is to climb, it is a good deck to learn the matchups. It, it's very consistent, and the more you play with the same deck, especially if you're winning at a 67% win rate, you keep jamming them, you're gonna get there. Like that's just
1: how you yeah, gonna do it. Yeah, it just it just feels. It just feels so boring, to be perfectly honest. And, like, I'm close to a floor, so it's, like, I'm close to a floor. I might as well, like, try to experiment. But also, I want to get out of the 6-7 star bonus range because it's miserable. Going from gold 5 onward without having any star bonus is absolute torture.
0: Yeah, and I, like, I just, for the first time in a while, I hadn't made, I didn't make Legend in December. And that felt bad because I had nine stars, and just climbing from nine stars was kind of a slog. So um, I just stuck with that hunter. Uh, and actually, so what happened was I had a uh, coaching schedule ridiculous hat, and that got pushed to January second. I think it got pushed to January second because of scheduling. And so we did with him. And I had I had already made up the quest demon hunter list to work with. And he's like, "Yeah, we could play that." But if you're looking to figure, because I, because I had, I have, had the yips. I, I, couldn't figure out how, like, what was going wrong. I, there's a hole in my game. I'm in my own head. And he's like, yeah, if that's the problem, like, play the hunter. The hunter is the deck to play. I was like, all right. So we did a coaching with hunter. And I, as we're playing, I'm like, hey, does it matter if I put my guy here and a guy there? He's like, if you're worried about positioning in like these decks right now, you are in your own head. Just play the deck, you'll be fine. And we went six and zero. And then the next day, I went like three and eleven and i was like okay that's how it usually happens you play with somebody that knows what they're doing you do really well and then you go on play by yourself and things don't go well but i stuck with it and then i eventually um figured it out and kept rolling and i rolled all the way to uh legend uh, a couple days ago so uh, i can definitely attest that right now before the nerfs play the shock spitter
1: hunter if your goal is to so, Smarms, how close, I, how close have you been to Legend, or what has been your highest standard rank?
2: Within one game.
3: Oh.
1: One, <laughs> one game.
2: one singular got to final boss? Game. And here's the other thing. She doesn't like, sound better about that at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Um, and it was right as the Castle Denathrius. Yeah, that's the right words, probably. Um, expansion was coming out, so I was, like, rocking Murloc Shaman, and, like, because I was flying in that week, I didn't have enough time to play more Murloc Shaman before that came out. And therefore, I haven't hit Legend. And I'm I'm bad at Denathweus. There was something about that where it's like, this is too long of games. I don't have the attention span for this. And so, I haven't been as close since then. But yeah, it was just one game. Hoping with these, like, you know... Um, With everything going back to the way it, like the faster kind of games and decks doing well, I'm hoping that maybe I'll get closer and closer.
0: So, are you rocking nine stars right now on your bonus, or?
2: I have no clue, because I haven't won a game of standard yet. So that's the only way I know. Where did
4: you Where did you finish last month?
2: I think like diamond five. Yeah,
4: that should be nine nine. Yeah,
2: okay. I'm not actually sure if I made it to Diamond 5. Last month, it was like a lot of days ago, so <laughs> we're just...
0: Yeah, from what I'm saying, you've had a couple weeks, so we I definitely appreciate you being here tonight, for sure.
2: Yeah. Um, do we want to talk about the games? I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the games. So the first matchup was, uh, and we don't have the replays in front of us, but... Uh, the first matchup was a hunter versus mage. I, 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 like, I I had predicted that it was going to be a hunter versus hunter matchup, but I should have trusted that you would have picked mage first if I would have thought about it because you are you are the queen of the bone zone, and the mage is your you gotta like, get
2: those funny boys
0: out. And I really I really liked it because I'm like, well, if there's a deck that, that Smarms knows, it is the the bone zone mage, and that's you want to get that first win. And Doc, you got that first win. Um...
2: I was gonna say, and
0: then so, I didn't. <laughs> so. Yeah, you you actually you you played really well in that matchup, um, I thought, and we kind of we we were worried about Doc, for a while that we thought that you were gonna lose that matchup pretty early on, and and then um, Sparms, you just ran out of gas at the end there. Yeah. Um, Doc, what, what did you think about that first game with the hunter?
1: Um. It was really close. Uh, Turn three, I missed the attack with my Spirit Poacher, and I thought that was going to lose me the game, to be perfectly honest, because, like, with with this with this deck like that early chip damage is so important if you're going to finish with like shock spitters if you don't get too many weapon swings and i definitely didn't get a lot of weapon swings because i was frozen for like 3 quarters of that game
0: and, and that so. was that was an error oh, we we, we definitely on. talked we about talked that we talked about that because <laughs> yeah. you needed to clear like you had the opportunity to clear the frost guys um before and get those weapon swings in and we thought that that was going to be your downfall because you didn't clear those and you got frozen like three times in a row that one one did work yes and, it did um, i also thought you got a little luck i thought your mulligan choice of throwing the um spirit uh poacher back in the deck off the the, the... I, I saw you do that i was like no doc, keep that guy please but
1: <laughs> yeah i could i can't tell you the mulligan choice right there off the top of my head i'll have to go back and look but He's like, um,
2: "How were you deciding Mulligan choices cuz mine is like, Ooh, "Sure, this looks
1: good." <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: just instinct.
1: Yeah, it it kind of just it kind of just depends. Like I've like I've played a, like 66 games with it, but it's for some reason I have like a hard time like articulating specifically like how I think about it, but with like with going against a mage, I was wanting to be like really aggressive but I was—I forget what I was looking for, but I just tossed the spirit poacher back. And I think that was... I can't remember what the rest of the mulligan was, but I didn't really like the hand. Like, I should have probably got the spirit poacher technically, um, but I didn't like the rest of my mulligan. I'd say it doesn't and matter. Then,
2: you still kicked my butt.
1: I mean, with yes. <laughs> uh, no, he didn't kick um, your butt.
0: He, he, he squeaked out the win. He yeah. won, yeah, but he the, did not uh, kick yeah, your ass. It right. was a close it was, game. It was yeah. a very close game that you almost pulled out of nowhere um yeah i one and one of the things we we've talked about on on the show i think both shows before is like the more you play with the deck like like you want to think about the matchups and a good thing a good question to ask yourself when you're mulleting is what do i think this person is is it a rogue or is take the rogue out of the equation if it's something else but like how do i win this game and and how do they win this game and how do i stop it so if you think about those things initially um especially like it's hard to do that against something like a a a demon hunt uh, excuse me a death knight right now because they can go frost they can go unholy. you have seen a bunch of different things but if you're seeing something like a mage like right now you're seeing a lot of aggro mage right so how do i win this matchup what do i need to do and like right like um, it's and a lot of times your, your mulligans are gonna be the same across the thing across the board but that doesn't necessarily mean that like one thing you could think about is if I'm playing a shaman if it's a potentially an evolved shaman maybe in that matchup I keep the um, spotters i don't think you were playing spotters but um, keep the spotters and the um, uh, the uh, what do you call it? the one-one weapon that you're immune for because in I, the was, I, was, I
1: was playing keenine uh, okay. spotter okay I just didn't draw it
0: Okay, because like in that particular matchup, if like somebody drops down the uh, the knoll and you have, you're staring down a 12-12 on turn four, the ability to drop a a spotter and the the candle shot, that that so that might be something to think about in that particular matchup. But um, yeah, think about how you're going to win and how you how they're going to win, and that might help you pick your choices in the mulligan. And also, you know, you can use HS replay. Who
1: yeah. who will
0: be sponsoring uh, You know, and talking about that
4: too. I'm. I'm kind of curious to hear from that other side of the first game, uh, talking about, like, matchups and thinking about win conditions. Uh, So Smarms, how were you approaching the, like, mage? Uh, Now, you were playing, you both played mage. Mm -hmm. I will just preface Mm -hmm. this for anybody who didn't see it. Two different versions of mage, though. Doc brought a big spell mage. And Smarms, you were applying, like, that kind of spell damage focused, you know, kill him with arcane bolts uh, type of mage. Uh, what was your approach against the Hunter? Like, were you thinking, I just need to build up all this damage? Uh, You wanted to freeze them? Because I I do think that, you know, trying to find some of those freezes did help you, but... You know, you ended up, I, I do feel like you kind of got a little bit lucky with the discover and yeah. finding a clear for Doc's uh, 2-4 taunt that would have stopped those little minions from getting to his face initially. So what was your approach with that matchup? I
1: say You're
2: about to be so disappointed right now. <laughs> First of all, keeping that one one was like a whim that ended up working out kind of great, um, surprisingly so. You know, now recognizing how much Shockspitter needs the um, uh, the the attacky thing, the hero attack. There we go. <laughs> um, and so, I think my main thing was like knowing how fast Hunter can go. Just trying to go a little bit faster was the only goal there. Um, So, like, I know I kept some minions on board that I was, like, unsure of what I should be doing with them. But ultimately, I thought, you know, because I don't have those big plays at the end with something like that, that I just needed to use whatever damage I had to go face as much as I could. That's literally the only thoughts.
3: (laughs) Yeah, and okay. you basically, if you would have found Thalnos or yeah. Aegwynn earlier, there would have been probably enough to get there. And Doc, you made the really insightful play of going devil Astralor on uh, turn 8 and getting that armor, keeping you alive. That, was yep. armor.
2: <laughs> that armor was such a pain. I was so irritated.
1: Yeah, because did I get... I can't remember if I
3: tavished first or if I tavished after that. But once you Sma- it was the
4: turn after, right?
3: Okay. Yeah, you did the. Uh, you drew two additional cards from the. uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then that's where you got Tavish and it's like, well, yeah, good. that was pretty much the game at that yeah. point. That in time I mean, that
1: was my singular out because otherwise, I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna survive.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. So
0: swarms had lethal <laughs> at that point. If you, knew, yeah, we, we were like. Doc has to asshole, asshole here. And you did, thankfully, because I'm like, smart, as is lethal, this is not good.
1: Sometimes I can count to 30. I promise. <laughs> I can't. I
2: promise you, I can't. I accidentally bad manners kill all the time just because I'm like, oh my god, there's so much to do. There's so many things that I need to clear. And it's like, no, I could have just hit them in the face and like been done with it, but Oops. So, way to show off your counting skills, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I know right. numbers.
0: So let's move on to game two. That was our matchup of Mage versus Shaman. Oh, um, this was. So, uh, what are our thoughts on this game here? I played the Shaman.
1: Um,
2: okay, yeah. I guess that was. Yeah, my you played your evolved Shaman. Um, I, you don't know how close I was before that, like fourth game about having to ask, like, "Hey, which deck do I need to play, guys?" <laughs> i have no brains no brains um okay so sorry doc you were gonna say about your mage
1: oh it just i just felt like my like i mulliganed but then even like every card i drew was just not like not what i needed i had the i had the three four that gave me the armor but like that wasn't that wasn't enough and then i i might be getting the other mage game confused but there was one point i played the six seven taunt and hoping to get a cheap uh nine mana spell and then you didn't have a spell in your hand and it made me cry
0: well i think what? that you yeah. waited a turn I, that on was the, that That right? was the last game okay was that was that yeah, the last game yeah. i'm gonna get them confused here. yeah
3: yeah now um i'm struggling to remember exactly what happened i remember Smarms was building the board. She got the uh, you got the watch post down at some point, and she farsighted into, um, the Frostpaw caverns. Yeah, and so she'd got down the. Um, initially she'd gotten down the knoll. Yep, and it uh transformed into the Stone Skin General, mm-hmm. and you had frozen it. You'd gotten it down to two life. And then she, with a board full of stuff, she played Primordial Wave, which was honestly the winning play. And you, some people might have waited. I was like, I, I may have waited on that, that Evolve, so that was a row, very nice right? play. Right. Yeah, yeah. somewhat yeah. an 8-8. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. really
2: great when you don't pay attention to those things, because you accidentally get something better a lot of the time. But like, my whole thing is like, I... Well... I guess it wouldn't have mattered if it would have died because I still would have gotten the thing. My thinking is like, I don't want this going off the board, so I'm just going to try to evolve as quickly as possible. You also had something irritating out, I think, was the other issue and why I waved then. I don't uh, remember well, what I,
1: it was. I uh, zero hero powered froze and then location froze and then. Oh, yeah. Maybe the following turn I uh, Vardened. That might be the second game, though. Okay. Yeah. Because I know at one point I was able to freeze Varden and do four damage, even though I misunderstood Varden and thought it destroyed and not that it just dealt four. Oh yeah. So.
2: Almost.
3: That was that was after she up. That was after she evolved because it was it was the frost. I I never remember its name. The eight uh, eight with wind fury. Yeah. You did. You brought that yeah. down to two as well, and that's what came back to kill you when smarms drew blood fury or bloodlust top deck bloodlust top deck in that was
2: like chef's kiss like loved it
3: it was yeah it was basically there was because he played the uh the two five six with uh taunt and it was like well if it wasn't bloodlust that would have been you wouldn't have been dead you would have been hurting a bit more but yeah. like yeah with just the bloodlust it's twenty two damage and you weren't at six so Yeah we
0: started talking through the math of like okay how does how does Smarms win this it goes two four bloodlust who cares? Go.
2: Yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah. I didn't even bother <laughs> I was like, how like no. I felt. it's like okay, you know I'm gonna have to like optimize and like what can I do to make sure that like I'm maintaining as many things out on board and then it's like oh this doesn't matter <laughs> Well 11
0: attack on a windfury wind Fury minion is um Yeah,
2: that's a good.
3: Yeah. A
1: that
2: wind damage. fury. So yeah. lucky. Yeah. So lucky. Well, I mean, you
0: were fortunate with your evolves. You got very good evolves. Yeah. And, and I will say I, I noted at the beginning before we were reviewing the decks that the uh, shaman was a good pick for you because you are an agent of chaos and yeah. um <laughs> it is
2: and my favorite.
0: Evolve shaman is very much a chaotic type deck. You yeah. never know what you're going to get.
2: Which is the only sad thing about playing like a like a more like arcane uh, mage rather than like the giant spell mage of like not having the what's that nine the mana RNG, the,
1: the, yeah,
4: the oh, yeah, yeah, the rune of yeah, the arcane like, I love <laughs> just that casting spell random stuff so
2: much. I love it so so much. It is the, my favorite thing that's ever existed. That in deck of lunacy. Um,
1: those are deck lunacy was really good baller mm-hmm. um, you would have
0: loved old school yog old school Yogg Saron, because mm-hmm. that that card I'm, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the smarts but no. for every spell you you play um spells you play a lot of spells and then when you play it was a 10 mana six six i think but um seven five seven five every for every spell you've cast that game cast a random
2: spell targets oh. chosen randomly
1: yeah, and it used mm-hmm. to not go off when it died, and then they nerfed it, and then they reverted the nerf. <laughs>
2: Honestly, that does sound like it would have been fun. That's <laughs> a lot. Is that something you can play in Wild? Cause that's... Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Now I've got plans. Yeah, no, it's definitely <laughs> yeah, there you part. go. Oh, so does I anybody else have any cool. other? Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Uh, Jade Golem is the one and only thing that I will play in Wild. Like, I never play Wild. I don't understand Wild. You know, I've only been... I haven't been at Hearthstone, like, nearly long enough. But Jade Golems, and, like, how goofy you can get with them, like, I live for that. So, at least I now have another wild option.
0: Nice. So, um, does anybody have any other thoughts on the second game before we move on to game number three? Nope. All right, so game number three was Murloc Shaman versus Spit Hunter. Uh-huh. So, so Doc, Doc. Oh no! <laughs> Why did you choose to bring Murloc Shaman when you, when you, by your own admission, said it's not a good deck?
1: Cause it's fun, like, cause like it can pop off really, really hard. You just have to have Tidecaller into Tidepool Hunter into um, War Leader or even like Tidecaller into ooh, um, the Murloc that gives them plus two attack or plus one attack and rush into Tidehunter. Hunter. Rushwater Scout. Scout. Yeah. yeah. Scout. And you can yeah. just get really big attack, and then you play Cold Light Oracle, get them health, play uh, the Finn spell. I forget I forget what it's actually Any called. Any Finn can happen. Yeah, play that, and then oh. boom, you have big Murlocs. Like, it's just... And I've never actually played that game with um, Drawing Bloodlust with uh, Murloc Shaman. I've always just won through attrition but it's fun oh, it's no fin
3: can stop us yeah okay there we go yeah. sorry No. One, one of those puns <laughs> it's just fun and like i
1: love murlocs and like murloc shaman is the only close to viable murloc deck right now and so i just wanted to bring my little my little fishy froggy boys
2: and honestly like with a game like where it's you know like it could have had a chance of popping off because like you're not trying to like get higher and ladder with Merlok Shaman. If it had popped off in the right way, it is totally like viable in that way. I feel like
0: yeah, mm-hmm. you needed to draw some clownfish and you didn't. You get those clownfish going yep. early, and you get your discounts. You you get that, and otherwise you're gonna run out of steam. And, and that's kind of I think what happened in this matchup, yeah. especially Blamey, against such me. A... I
1: mulliganed for it. I was
3: I was <laughs> I was fishing, and Smarms Smarms yeah. had the early game too. Even though yeah. like even though you weren't going to play any spells like the fact that she still had the uh iron deep trog on one yep. into the spirit poacher into the ram coin ram yeah and then all of a sudden uh selective breeder into uh Hydrolodon and that was just she took yeah. you off the board and there was just no coming back and then she the 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 turn she played it she got that um she top decked the uh Swarming The I, devouring, I, swarming, devouring, devouring Swarm. Devouring Swarm, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And then that was I was like, that's the draw. That was like that's the draw. And it just Yeah, it just it just paid off and she was able to clear up enough and then just brand selective breeder. <laughs> Here's
2: the thing is with that game I was so worried that the choosing the Hydrolodon over the Uh, shock spitter was like the bad move of me just loving my big minions at all costs. (laughs) And so it's like, yeah, colossal. Like, I know I should be like smart and play it like safer, but on the other hand, this colossal for five seems like a great idea.
3: No, you, you, that uh, was 100% the right call. And it just won you the game. The fact that you had the Ram and the, 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 and, and then you got you went into it and you went safe with another Hydralodon. I love that play. I was like, she's gonna go Hydralodon and like, and then go into um, Shockspitter. So it was just, it was one hundred percent the right play because in that matchup, you keep him off board. He can't do anything and then you'll just eventually win because you have damage from hand. The initial board that you... that The initial plays that happened from
0: Smarms with the Trog and the um, the Breeder that... Uh, not the Breeder, the um, poacher, poacher that brought up a... Which brought up the worst possible option for Smarms in that case, which was the 3-4, the Dough, um, set, set up nicely for you, Doc, if you would have had a little bit of a draw. But Smarms, 100%. Like, the old... Bef- the pre-nerf shock spitter It was right to get all the shock spitters because that's how you won. Shock spitter is the finisher in this game. Shock spitter is that little dash of, uh, you know, sugar around the rim of your drink. Um, The right plays there are to get Rams into Rams and get that Hydrolodon down on five and just keep clearing. And then at the end, then you shock spitter over the top to get them finished. You made the absolute right plays right there.
1: Yep.
4: Yeah, I will say on on Doc's behalf though, like that was the matchup I felt like, and I said before, it's like mm-hmm. I think that was the matchup out of the three decks that Doc wanted to get with yep. that Murloc Shaman. That's what I was hoping <laughs> for. Yeah. Because it's like looking at the other decks, uh the Evolved Shaman's gonna have the piranhas and the null to like rush in and keep all those Murlocs off the board. And that aggro mage has a lot of early minions and those like arcane bolts and things like that that are just going to continue to keep those murlocs off of the board. Um, Hunter doesn't necessarily have all of that. It can be a little bit slow out the gate. So I definitely uh, was like, this is the matchup that that Doc wanted with that. Uh, It just it ended up know not really panning out for you there doc unfortunately like you didn't get the early start that you were looking yeah. for i know you were mulliganing for it like but also, <laughs> super like- hard you're like give me these things and and yeah smarms had the the early rushers and the early answers for it as well i was gonna say
2: if i hadn't had ram i would have been just dead because like i've played mm-hmm. that yeah i love murloc shaman it's what i got closest to legend with and so, like, knowing that, it's like, I have to kill this. Otherwise, I am dead in, like, three seconds. So I just got so lucky with that, like, rush being one of the first things that I had combined with, like, being able to have the coin.
0: The the only thing I didn't like about um, the hunter that you brought was I, I like two rams. Um, because I think that 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 is such an underrated card, especially if you can Ram into a Ram, Breeder into a Ram, you can get so much value until you want to get a Hydralodon. And I know you said you haven't had a whole lot of time to play and stuff like that, so you probably picked the first list that looked good or whatever, but I like like having double Ram in there. It feels really good.
2: Uh, Yeah, this is just one of the, um, like, I had a Shock Spitter, like, back before it got nerfed, and then, like, you know, just changed a few of the things with it and ran with that because like I knew I was going to have time to get super comfortable with anything terribly new. But, um, so I, I really hadn't played it all of its pieces together. You know, maybe that second Ram is something that I'll add when I get more games with it. But luckily I always feel like this about Hunter Hunter, you can just like, whatever, chuck things out there. And it's like, why is this so good? Why is this working so well? <laughs> and I always feel the you know, like I'm getting kicked in the teeth because I play against so many hunters with whatever I feel like I'm playing. I'm like, why why can Hunter do like this? Like this is this is not fair. Permanent hunter nerf all the time.
1: <laughs> no, please.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but Doc, you're bored with Hunter.
1: I mean, yeah, but it's still one of my favorite classes. <laughs>
2: What
1: are your typical classes? Uh, to... Oh, no, please, good. Uh, um, uh, Paladin, Hunter, Druid.
2: Okay. All right.
1: Like mm-hmm. back in back in Barrens, I I had like a seventy like a seventy percent win rate with uh, agro Druid okay. over like seventy like seventy eighty games.
2: So, Barrens was when the freeze shaman was like a really big thing. I don't I don't remember these things based on their names like free
3: free shaman was uh battle for alterak valley thank you
2: okay cool yep uh because like I think there was a druid that I played against there but I don't know what aggro druid there was like the taunt
1: well there was anaconda anaconda druid yeah taunt druid is aggro druid
2: okay
0: cool f-
1: for that for mm-hmm. that meta they're <laughs> yeah. the same
2: yep all right I'm learning
0: I was a bit surprised nobody brought either rogue or pure paladin. I thought that those would. have so been
1: So I don't have the brain for rogue. And then I, I really went back and forth and if I wanted to bring pure paladin or not, but I had more practice with uh big spell mage. So that's why I brought that one.
2: So, and like I have the, I tend to play either shaman or mage. So like, obviously with those doing okay, I was going to bring those things. Um, I don't do Paladin. There's something about it I just don't vibe with. And, like, I know Dragon Rider hates this about (laughs) the choices that I make. So I just don't vibe with it and therefore, like, can't play it. Um, And then Rogue. So my brother has been playing, like, uh, Hearthstone since 2014 or whenever it first released. And he does the Rogue where you play, like, a billion things. And I'm like, I cannot fathom that when I'm already going to be, like, stressed about other stuff. So, like, there was no way that I was gonna be trying to do a million plays per second.
3: That's fair. So, what? That's
0: fair. What is it against you have against the light? What don't you like about Paladin? Bad vibes.
4: (laughs) Okay, she hasn't tried uh, Mech Paladin yet. I think you would love Mech Paladin. If you like Murloc Shaman. Okay. I think for me, the mech Paladin feels kind of similar. I will say I've been playing that on the Asia server. <laughs> I totally took the same list that I had like from you know two expansions ago, because uh-huh. that's when I played it last and uh i mean i'm I've been playing like silver, but it's been performing pretty well there, and I'm like this is so fun. I think you would you would vibe with the mech paladin, okay, but I haven't really i've seen
3: some... Oh, sorry
2: go ahead cat
3: I was gonna say i've seen I've seen people in diamond playing uh mech paladin so. <gasps>
0: Yeah. yeah. They're my people. And Pure Paladin's <laughs> such a good deck too. It is it is fun. It's not I don't it doesn't feel as typical Paladin, I don't think it feels it's very linear, but it feel it's a lot of fun, I think. And especially when you can get those uh invitations going and you can get like a Cragwog, get those invitations back or, or like it, you get to a point, Swarms, where um you play a play the um I forget the the seven seven it gives you three invitations. And those three invitations are three random mm-hmm. le- three three random legendaries. So kind of at the turning point of the game, it's like a little bit of a jackpot. Like, I don't know what I'm going to get. Is this going to win me the game or is it going to just be, you know, Sergeant Sally all over again? So,
2: But if I want to play like that, I'm going to go like, I'm going to play a friendly match where me and uh, one of my friends, we play, as soon as you can, the Fires of Zin something.
3: Yep. And, Zinner, yeah. Sorry. yeah.
2: And so, yep. like, if I want a game like that, I have a means of playing a game like that where it's, like, it's no stress about, like, needing to win with this. That's the thing is, like, I love the chaos, but I also love winning, it turns out. And so, it you know, when, I, when I'm, when i like, trying to climb, I don't want that, like, chaos to be a potential detriment. Like, the chaos really works well for the decks that it's in with, like, the mage and the shaman, And it's always beneficial or like 90% beneficial in both of those cases. Um, whereas like what you're talking about, it's, it could be a negative thing and I'm just not willing to risk it.
0: All right. So let's move on to the final matchup, which was a mage versus mage. Um, you, you were, you lost before that, that game started doc because yeah, I did. (laughs) Smarm, Smarm, Smarm's is the mage queen here. So, uh, uh, you, it, there were some interesting plays uh, that were made, um, and you guys made some. Both bo, both sides, I thought, made decisions that kind of surprised both of us. Like you, Doc, uh, at one point you sh- could have coined out your sorcerer knowing that she had the um, the Seal of Blood enhanced. So at the very least, you would have got you would have had a three mana um, uh, shard uh, rune of the archmage the next turn. But I, I, you ended up pointing out your, um, you ended up kept playing the what do you call it the uh, five sixes with taunt I believe, or uh, that turn I think was
4: the oh no yeah the I one was... that drew the spell and gained armor, I can't remember the name of that and, one. And and go,
0: going into that turns, um, Smarms on the other side of that, uh, you played all your spells and then played your um, the commander, which I thought you were going to hold on to the commander so that way if he played his sorceress. You had no spells for him to take at that point because your hand was empty. And then you played it, and then you didn't cast all the little spells. So they were like, oh, she's playing it, but she's going to cast all the spells, but you didn't. But then you cast them the next turn, and then Doc had nothing to cast into. So it all worked out really well, but we were both like, we were all making kind of, we were all thinking about, hey, why do they do that?
2: I forgot about that until the next turn, in which case it's like, ah, oh, shit, I can't have these hanging around, so we'll just get rid of them real quick. Just kind of uh, so yeah, that was just a purely like forgetting what happens with uh big spell mage. Um, and
3: I minded that play a little bit less just because you had you still had the um death, yeah, you had drawn a deathborn, deathborn, yeah, yeah, so yeah, so it was still there were still six costs in your hand, so you at least had one option that was not particularly bad, so I was like, eh, it's fine cuz you played uh you st- you still had the frost um uh god i i'm i was on fire naming cards earlier the zero mana
2: i have no idea what uh, any name of the uh, card. flurry flurry oh,
3: flurry there god. we go yeah, yeah. Uh, you had a flurry in your hand but the board was already f- frozen so i was like i get it I get it. So, yeah. and, and Doc, at the end there, you played the arcane uh, guardians. There, the
0: um, five sixes with taunt. Where I, I was kind of hoping you were going to play the sorceress first, and then hopefully gain something to play that too to have the three taunts because she had a pretty good sized board kind of bearing down at you. But I think it uh, went to like playing my know.
1: hero, my hero card Varden, or no,
0: um, the 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 turn that You played your five sixes, you could have played the sorceress and hopefully gotten something that would have. Um, but you played both the five, three seven taunt and the card that gave you the two five sixes with taunt. Um, but I don't think it would have mattered anyway. And and swarms, you set up for the deathborn beautifully. Um, yep. and just you know, that was that was the, the finishing blow.
2: What's the death? What what does deathborn
1: It's the it's the uh, six to two, two damage.
3: Oh, yeah. Someone's yeah. skeletons. skeletons.
2: All right. And I missed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I meant, to, like, I was debating on playing that, like, little 2-2 guy and getting a skelly boy. But then I'm like, is that stupid? And it turns out I should have done it that way. But you know what? Yeah, you live and you learn.
0: Yeah, Kat was pointing that out. Though. Like, oh, she's going to play the thing, get extra deathborn. And then you. then she's like, no, she's not. But it ended up being. Worse. The Here's the thing: is
2: I almost wasn't even gonna play it at the end of that turn, but it's then it's like it's better to have damage out on board. So I went mm-hmm. through a lot of like, maybe this, uh, and I ended up with the worst option. So it was like real great. If you're playing, if I mean you're playing like a DH, it's definitely worth.
0: Yeah, if you're playing like a DH that's going to cast the um, Unleash Fell, it's better to hold on to something like that. But against what uh, Doc was bringing, you made the right play there. I agree. Yep.
4: Yeah. It's tough. And and those decks, I think specifically, at least for me, like big spell mage was for me, one deck that was kind of really tricky to learn. Cause you mm-hmm. have to figure out those points where like, when should I just jam the sorceress or do I need to like, hope that I'm getting good value and, and, You know and really like paying attention to when my opponent has spells or could potentially be dumping spells do i care do i just need it for the taunt and you know trading off the spell discount just like just a bonus i don't know um that was that was tricky for me um I have an idea for like a roundtable thing if we're done with this discussion though before like as a kind of closeout. Sure. The one thing I <laughs> so. want to say
0: though on that though, Swans, you did a really good job. As soon as the um as soon as you get those coins from the mailbox answering your hand, you were like, "Get these things out of my hand," and you cast them right away. And not everybody remembers to do that, so I, it was really, really well, well done. And and I when you when you go back to the vod, like we're we're just learning to cast except for Dawn, who's the expert. But um like so like you know we just. We, you, We're working on it we're we're trying to make sure that we you know try to get into the plays so um thank you for giving us that opportunity it was a lot of fun and um appreciate you guys being the guinea pigs for for this uh experiment
1: yeah it was a blast
2: it was fun it was slightly more stressful than i was expecting but you know (laughs) i did that to myself
0: well and then a couple people in the comments commented that boy doc looks really stressed right now little
4: bit uh some yeah some of those games i i think most people in that spot would have, would have been pretty stressed there were some situations that weren't great um uh, yeah it, it was a lot of fun so thank you for for doing that uh, and definitely hope that anybody listening to this as like an audio podcast uh, please go watch the vod as well check out those games you can really get that get the visuals along with uh, like our conversation about it as well.
3: It was a good time. So I recommend it.
4: Okay. Okay. Well now I'm kind of curious as like kind of a wrap up. We talked uh, at the beginning about how kind of both of our podcasts are really focused on like improvement growth, like getting better at the game. Uh, So I would like to hear from everybody, like one thing that they feel has been very important as they have gotten better at the game or like something that you've learned that's kind of stuck with you or that's made you a better player. So I would like to start with Doc.
1: Um, I mean, I definitely didn't do it uh, this series, but you don't have to play fast. You can play slow. Like you have granted people don't like to rope, but the rope is there for a reason you can take that entire time to think out your turn and then do your turn. Just don't be like Bunny Hopper and give yourself 0.1 second left before the rope explodes.
0: I don't know. I wouldn't mind being like Bunny Hopper. Good one.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, like it'd be <laughs> yeah, nice. It's
0: right.
4: a good one. Good one. Uh, Smarms, how about you?
2: Uh, honestly, this is going to be boring. I think one of the biggest things is uh, making sure to pay attention to when I have lethal. Uh, <laughs> That is like a huge thing because like when I was like first starting to learn to play, I never dealt with minions and always went face and therefore I died all the time. Uh but then I overcorrected, only cleared things and forgot to like look up and maybe see if I could you know, do the death that turn. Um that is like really that's like sad that that's the biggest thing is just like paying attention to when I can kill them but it's honestly been such a huge factor in trying to get like better
0: no yeah that's don't that that is so important because there's so many times where you get in your own head about okay um i need to clear 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 and if you don't stop and just say well can i kill them this turn and then you've cleared their Mm -hmm. board and you're like oh wait a second i
3: had lethal if i would have just done this thing that's that is very important move that that's I mean, that should be asking, when you open your, the, the beginning of your turn, the first thing you should ask yourself is, do I have lethal? <laughs> and look, 100%, 100%, that should be the first thing you're asking yourself. Can I kill them? If not, what's my best course of action? Pat,
2: I need you to write me a checklist of like what I'm supposed to do every turn. And I promise you, I'm so good at following <laughs> checklists. It's like uh, unbelievable. And then like, maybe I'll start to be closer to legend. <laughs>
3: Meaty, Meaty put something together really, real. I think it was Meaty. And this was like a couple of years ago. I had and it that. It was like how you should be spending your turn. like, And he had it broken down to the seconds of like, here's the first, you know, 10 seconds. Here's what you should be doing. And here's what you should be doing this and this. And yeah. So Meaty put that together. We'll have to see if we can find it for you.
2: That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, Maybe I'll stream a few games yeah. of trying to be like, and here's how I do with the checklist versus non-checklist <laughs> games.
4: All right. Good ones. Good ones to start. Thank you. How about you, Tito?
0: Every turn, and I don't do Again, it's one of those you don't always practice what you preach. But the games that you take, every turn, think about your board state, think about what you, what's going on and think, from here, how do I win? How do I lose? and and the more you know the matchups the more the more you learn these things and it changes with the matter and it, obviously people can play things that'll come out of left field but if like in in particular cases what do i need to do to win i need to swing with my weapon with the shock hunter so i need to get rid of those freeze freezy boys um stuff like that when you when you think about how you want to get to your end state and how they want to get to their end state it, it, it can inform the plays you make and i think that's very important all right
4: cat
3: um, mine's a little uh less about in game, but uh maintaining like keeping off tilt, like that's like been one of the biggest things that's helped me is um being able to calm down and um stay off tilt and just focus on um the game. I mean, one of the 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 things that always calls me down was. Yes, that card was in their deck. It was a possibility. So, like, even if it's, like, 1 in 30 and it's the most, pop, you know, perfect top deck, it was in their deck. It was possible they could have done that. Move on to the next game. So, I mean, keeping yourself focused and being able to be, like, yes, that's a possibility. That's a card in the game. That exists. That was a possibility. So, like, just stay off tilt.
4: Those are all really good. Thank you. Thank you. Dawn, you're not getting, yes. you're not leaving.
3: I... You got,
4: you got, you got... <laughs> No, no. Oh, I definitely have one. Uh, I would say, so I've been playing since beta, which I actually started playing January of 2014. So it's been nine years. Uh, and I didn't hit legend, you know, for the first couple of years that I played. And now I'm, I don't know, 40, 50 times legend, something. I don't know. Um, and... One thing that I think has seriously, seriously helped me is kind of going on that same like mindset aspect, um, but always approaching the game as learning. You're always maybe learning a new deck or learning a new matchup. Uh, we have multiple expansions every year, so there's new cards. You got to lo- you know, you're always learning the new cards or uh, you're learning a new type of thing that's coming around, you know, shock spitter hunter. Uh, there's, I, there's been a lot of discourse about that lately. You know, people say, oh, that's such an easy deck to play. You just hit them with weapons and then play shock spitter. Uh, there's a little bit more to that deck. Um, so like always taking like that learning approach and always saying, okay, what can I learn today? What am I going to be learning this month as I try to push for legend? Or what will I learn next month when this new set comes out and I got to figure out a new, completely new meta? Um, And I think just, like, taking that approach in general has helped me a lot, knowing that if you're learning, well, there's going to also be times where it's not going to go well. So you're always, you know, you're going to end up with some losses or you're going to struggle sometimes. But if you continue learning, then, like, over the course of time, that growth will continue in
0: an upward trend. Agreed.
1: Mm -hmm. And also. Perfect. Yeah, very well said.
0: One other thing to add, too, if, if you're playing a deck, if you're getting frustrated that you're getting beat by a deck over and over again, um, one, look at the stats, set, like what beats it, if you really want to just beat it, but two, play the deck, because when you play the deck, you know how you win and you know how you lose. So you, when you learn that, then, then it becomes a little easier to beat it, because you know how they lose. For yeah. sure, 100%. Any more um, topics for the roundtable, or do you want to wrap this up there, Don? No.
2: Yeah,
4: I think I think we can wrap it up. Thank you, everybody, for for doing this joint thing.
2: Oh, this is fun.
0: Yeah, it was a
3: lot everybody. of fun. Yeah, yeah. Thank, thank you. you. It's a good time.
4: Well, where can people find more about Bread and Butter and both of you?
1: Uh, yeah, so you can find us on Twitter at Bread and Butter We have an email that's Bread N Butter. The letter. Uh hs at gmail.com and you can find me on twitter and twitch at doc mcbutt
0: and you can find me on twitter and twitch at tito santana hs dawn how about yourself yeah. um, for myself
4: you can find me on twitter uh, donnie dk that's d a w n i e d k. Uh twitch youtube tiktok like all that good stuff I'm gonna be trying to push all that more uh, dragon rider tccg and how about you, Smarms?
2: Uh, so you can find me on both Twitter and Twitch at Send Me Your Arms.
3: And then you can find the show Doctor Three on Twitter at Doctor Three HS. You can email the show at Doctor Three HS at gmail.com. and as always, follow the top pin tweet on our Twitter to join the Doctor Three Discord. So, and then you can find myself uh, on Twitter at. Alkaline underscore cat, K A T. And then Twitch is twitch.tv forward slash alkaline cat.
2: Heck yeah. All right. Well, since we're all like a combined podcast, we don't have like a <laughs> thing. So no. I guess we're just like, goodbye.
3: Goodbye.
2: <laughs> goodbye, everyone.
3: It
1: was fun. <laughs> it was.
0: See you next time, Thank everybody. You everyone.
4: All right.